Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Market View. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and it's Market Wrap of the Week. So before we take a look at how the STI performed in the past week, let's take a look at how the Straits Times Index is faring at the moment. The STI is in the green. It's currently up 0.5% at 3,088 points. Advancers are leading the pack. Advancers at 265 with decliners at 210 after 615 million securities worth 463 million Singapore dollars changed hands so far. Now, to get our market wrap of the week, joining me in the studio today is Amelia Tan, who is a research analyst at the SGX. Amelia, welcome back to the show. Hi, Hongbin. Hi, it's lovely to have you on. Amelia, you know, the STI opened higher today in the green. How has the STI performed this past week? SCI opened about 3,081 points this morning. This was 0.3% higher than yesterday's close of about 3,073 points. Now, in the morning session alone, we saw SCI traded higher, closing at about 3,084 points that you've mentioned, up about 0.4% in the first half of the day. Asia-Pacific markets started Friday lower, breaking ranks with Wall Street last night, but we saw SCI pull into the green this morning. Mm. Now, over the past week to last evening, SCI declined about 0.7%. The broader Singapore market actually saw instant investors net sell over 115 million Sing dollars during the week. Asian markets traded mixed this week. Top gainers were Taiwan, South Korea and India markets, averaging about 1-2% to gains. Mm -hmm. While decliners were Hong Kong, China and Thailand markets, averaging about 2% declines. Okay, so who are the biggest movers on the STI this week? As of Thursday evening, we took a look at the data. There were about 10 gainers and Mm -hmm. about 20 decliners within the STI this week. Outperformers for the week were Capital Corp, Singtel and also Maple Tree Logistics Trust, averaging about 2-3% gains. Capital Corp was actually the biggest gainer yesterday, rising close to 4% to close at about $6.67. On Wednesday... Keppel said that it has agreed to acquire an initial 50% stake in Ermont Capital mm. for up to 350 million euros and has plans to subsequently acquire the remaining shares for up to 575 million euros. Now, what this means for Keppel Corp, Keppel said that the acquisition will expand their presence in Europe and also serve as its Europe real estate platform and will also increase the funds under management by 24 billion Sing dollars, up from the current 53 billion to 77 billion. And and just to share, Capital Corp has returned 52% in total wow. returns in the year to date alone. Now, on the other hand, underperformers for the week in the benchmark were Thai Beverage, Jardine Matheson Holdings, and Hong Kong Land, mm-hmm. averaging 4 to 5% declines. From a fund flow perspective, DBS and OCBC drove most of the fund flows with over 120 million in net outflows. And mm-hmm. some of the largest outflows by sectors across financial services, consumer stocks, both non cyclicals as well as consumer cyclicals. Mm, I see. Well, you know, Amelia, we're in a new month now. Happy December. But November was quite a great month for stock markets. I mean, we've seen an epic rally from the SP 500. And for Japan, the Nikkei, that book its best month in two years. What about the STI? How was the month of November like for our bourse? Of course, indeed, you're right, right? November was <laughs> such a rally for equities. Most of the markets actually recorded gains in November, some of them posting the best month mm. of the year. With the exception of Hong Kong and China, 
FTSE Asia Pacific Index was up, I think, about 5.2% in terms of total returns, one of its best performances in almost mm-hmm. three years. The STI also recorded gains in the green for the month of November, up 0.7%. Within the index, two-thirds were gainers and one-third oh. were decliners. Almost all the gainers had outperformed the index, mm-hmm. averaging 5 to 6% gains. Mm-hmm. And much of the rally you know, in global equities market was driven very largely by the bond market with the yield on the 10-year Treasury note dipping below 4.3% for the first time in a few months. Mm -hmm. And also after the US GDP third quarter reading showed that the economy had expanded more than expected at about Mm -hmm. 5.2% at annualized pace. Okay, so you mentioned there that two-thirds on the STI were gainers this month mm-hmm. or November last month mm-hmm. and a third were the losers. But which sectors then saw the biggest increase in the past month and which sectors mm-hmm. fell behind? We saw sectors that outperformed were utilities, REITs and also technology mm-hmm. averaging about 9% in total returns. Some of the three best returning stocks for the month of November was Samcorp Industries up 12% total returns, Fraser's Logistics and Commercial Trust up 10% and also Maple Tree Logistics Trust up about 9.5%. Mm. On the other hand, sectors that led the declines were telcos, mm-hmm. real estate developers and managers and consumer non-cyclicals averaging about 0.6% declines. The three stocks that saw biggest decliners for the month were Tybef mm. down 7%, Jardine Matheson down 6.8% and Citrium down 6.3%. But from a fund flow perspective though, our tech sector has booked the highest net instant inflow in November at almost 50 million of net inflows for the month while the broader stock market saw over 750 million in terms of net outflows. Mm. Some of these stocks, Venture, IFAS, Aztec Global, Franken Group and UMS Holdings have led the sector's net instant inflows during the month. Not to forget, Singapore's October industrial production expanded 7.4% year-on-year, recording its first year-on-year expansion since September last year. And this was led by Electronics, which led the recovery. I see. What about our local banks? You know, how did DBS, OCBC and UOB fare in the past month with increasing expectations that the US Fed may cut rates next year? Very mixed, I would say. Our trio of banks were mixed for the month of November. UOB was up 0.7%. DBS and OCBC both dropped 2% to 1% respectively. Overall, all three banks recorded outflows for the month from Insti investors, outflows of about $600 million in the month. Okay. Markets will look towards the upcoming FOMC meeting in December, mm-hmm. which is going to be the last meeting of this year, whether or not the message of a dovish pivot is reinforced. Mm-hmm. Now, we've seen numerous Fed speakers reiterate this message saying that investors perhaps are getting ahead of themselves <laughs> in pricing in a rate cut for 2024. So there's also a possibility of a rather hawkish message being sent across. Now, traders are pricing in a 96% probability of a hold in September. In January, we're seeing a 92% chance of a hold. And what's interesting is the March meeting, which traders are pricing in a 45% chance of a first rate cut. Although it's still below the 52% probability of a hold in March as well. Now, for our banks, net interest margin makes up a fair amount of their total income, driven by net interest margin and also net loan growth. Looking into 2024, DBS noted that while higher for longer rates support net interest margin, there's potential a trade-off with loan mm-hmm. growth. And overall, loan growth in Singapore has continued to decline this year, 
on the high for longer outlook. What this means for you, Hongbin, if you're looking to enter the market, mortgage holders can look forward to more competitive mm. loan rates and could see some reduction on yields on mm. mortgage and also loans in 2024. I see. I mean, I feel like the same time last year, we were just looking at whether or not the US Fed will, you know, how high they will hike interest rates. Now we're even looking at rate cuts. So it's a big shift from what we saw last year. But overall, speaking of next year, can we expect further upside of the STI going into 2024? What's the outlook like for the STI? Wow. I wish I had a crystal ball, Hongbin. <laughs> I wish you did too. <laughs> maybe what we should do is to run some giveaways, get people guess, you know, when it's going <laughs> to end off 2023. Yeah. But just to recap, right, we started the year STI started at about 3,246 points this year. Mm-hmm. We've closed at about 3,080 plus points as of today, bringing the year-to-date total returns, inclusive of dividends, to a marginal decline of just 0.7%. Mm. And overall, overarching themes slowing global growth, sticky inflation, that's going to continue into 2024. And also amid the broader growth deceleration and also generally flatter market, Mm. 2023 saw a couple of two to three day rallies in the SCI um, and also rally snaps, indicating that investors do remain on the hunt for policy pivots and also ultimate inflection points. Now, while broader trading turnover has declined in the local market, this wasn't really the case for every stock. We actually saw three stocks whose trading turnover growth propelled them mm. into the top 10 trading stocks by turnover just this year alone. And these were SIA, Citrium and also Genting Singapore. Mm. Now, while SIA and Genting Singapore benefited from stronger operating conditions, SIA is looking to look at a 25% stake in Air India and Genting Singapore's waterfront development has also received government's permission with construction set to commence next year. Okay. For Citrium, the stock joined the STI this year with the Capital O&M merger, significantly boosting its market value to over $7 billion. It's also on the green pivot with about 40% of its order book on the renewables and greener solutions segment. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll take a look at whether or not your predictions come true for next year. But you know, despite the epic rally we witnessed from many global markets, Chinese stocks, they mm-hmm. largely set out on the November's global rally. Why was that the case? You're right. CSI 300 index and the Hansing index, they both declined about 2%, 2 plus percent in November, mm-hmm. bringing their year-to-date declines to about 10-11%. In fact, it's one of the biggest declining markets after Thailand this year. Mm-hmm. Declines were mostly attributed perhaps to investor concerns about the economic recovery mainland due to weaker growth and worries about China's property sector. The CSI 300 index recorded its fourth straight month of losses and is trading near a 2023 low Mm -hmm. reached in October. Despite that though, we're seeing stock investors plowing money into exchange-traded funds this year at the fastest pace on record. And Mm. some investors have also noted that when the market falls, investors will use ETFs to bet on the bottom. And according to fund consultancy ZBen Advisors, total AUM at China China's stock ETFs jumped 33% during the January to September period, while active equity funds AUM dropped 13%. Mm. So for investors looking for exposure into the Chinese market, we have a total of about 10 China-focused ETFs listed in Singapore, of which two are China fixed income focused and eight are China equities focused. Most recently, we've got two new ETFs in this space. The CGS Full Go CSI 1000 ETF, which is the first CSI 1000 ETF listed outside of China, offering investors exposure into the 1000 companies 
with high growth characteristics and potential across different industries. Mm-hmm. And just this morning, we also had the listing of the CSOP Hua Tai Pine Bridge SSE Dividend Index ETF, which mm. was just listed, providing investors exposure to 50 high and regular dividend paying companies listed on the Shanghai Stock Exchange mm-hmm. as part of the first pair of ETFs launched under the product link that we have between SGX and SSE to promote stock market connectivity between Singapore and China. That's awesome. I shall take a look at that after the show. But, you know, Amelia, if let's say Chinese markets pose further declines, would that have an impact on regional markets going forward? Of course it could and it would. Given China's deep integration into global value chains, any impact could affect the growth of other countries in mm-hmm. Asia and the world. China's official manufacturing data was released we saw yesterday, showing activity declined further in November. But investors may have struck it off in yesterday's trading session and the reason for this optimism is that this data is still showing quite some weakness which mm-hmm. could prompt the Chinese government and its authorities to turn on to more forms of policy support to come. On the other hand, the Tyson Purchasing Managers Index climbed into expansion territory and this was quite unexpected and mm-hmm. this was the fastest expansion in the last three months. It's important for markets over here at home because we have about a good 100 stocks listed in Singapore that get at least half of their revenue from China and it's worth keeping a close eye over there. Okay, I see. Well, before we let you go here, Amelia, what else should investors look out for next week? few bits of economic data coming out next week include the US factory orders, employment numbers, mm-hmm. China exports data, and mm-hmm. of course locally, Singapore retail sales will be announcing next week. Mm-hmm. One last thing happening today is the Vertex Spec EGM that's happening mm. at 2 o'clock later on. The level of redemption and voting on the proposed BC, which is a business combination with live streaming platform 17 Live, will be done today. And if all approved and goes through, expected completion is 7 December next week. And the expected trading of the new entity on SGX will be on the 8th of December. Something okay. to look forward to. Well, thank you for that update, Amelia. Thank you, Ong Bin. We've been speaking with Amelia Tan, who is a research analyst at the SGX. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Market View with Market Wrap of the Week. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.